The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, I got to tell you, uh, folks, I said just a moment ago that uh, in talking about what had happened in Toronto and the reaction, and, and I said, you know, you, you can't always, it's not black and white, you can't always, what revelation did you just make over there? I will tell you when we get to that okay. uh, story. Excellent. So I said, you know, Sometimes uh, you have to acknowledge when a group or an organization or an individual who you don't normally agree with does something right. It's sort of like uh, those who don't support our prime minister or our premier. Um, everything they do and say is wrong. And even when they do and say what you wanted them to, you still find fault in it. So I often take f- make fun of Take city great council. joy. Yeah, Pleasure. I, I do. I do. It, it all. It really came to a. It culminated over my tree. But since then, I've sort of kept an eye on city council and when they do things that don't make sense to me, or or they discuss possibilities that I think are ludicrous. I'm the first to come on this microphone and tell you about it. But I want to acknowledge where city council has done a remarkable job, and I applaud them for it. They've released the names of the West LRT stations, and I'm going to tell you right now, those names. Uh, first of all, are pronounceable, and second of all, uh, actually make sense. They describe where the LRT will stop. Do tell. It's amazing. Things like, uh, you know, the Stony Plain Road stop will be called Stony Plain Road. Boom. Jasper Place stop, they're going to call it Jasper Place stop. <laughs> and listen, I'm not, I, I'm telling, West Edmonton Mall, what would you call that? The West Edmonton Mall Lose stop. your dollars stop? <laughs> it's Lewis Farms. They're going to call it the Lewis Farms stop. It, I applaud you, City Council. You nailed it. I, I don't know what it costs. Well, actually, I think most of the stops on the LRT line are... like it's Descriptive? Sure. But no, not- no, but I think they're actually for like Century Park mm-hmm. and um, and uh, what's the you know, ones downtown? Yeah. You know, I think that they are, it's some of the other street names that I think that you have your, well, your nose out of, bent out of shape I, over. I do, because there was that conversation last year when we started announcing uh, street names and many of them I couldn't even pronounce. Like, what is the street near your house? Um, you don't want to nail, narrow down where you live. No, no, that's fine because I just learned how to say it. What is it? Well, I'll I'll tell you what I thought it was. Okay. So this is um 23rd <laughs> Avenue between um uh 215th Street and Anthony Henday. Okay. Okay, so it's on the other side of the river. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Maskokesic. <laughs> Because that's how I sounded it out. It is spelled M A S K E K O S I H K. Masco Kesick Trail. I just Googled, and you know, that's all you have to do, but I yep. just never did. It's actually said Mus Muskegosi. 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 Okay. But not not Maskokesic. That's how you would, you know, but Muskegosi. Muskegosi. And any idea what that... Yeah, it means um, people of the land of medicine. People of the land of medicine. Yeah, and that was so, you know, the city, with renaming some of the streets, you know, in the part of its ongoing... um with reconciliation, right? Mm. Um, But to be honest with you, that went up, what, a year ago? A year ago did that go up? It was last year sometime. Yeah, February of 2016. Two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I've been calling it Maskakisik <laughs> for that long because actually that's what Siri calls it. 
Well, that's what Siri yeah, calls yeah, it. Google Maps does as but well. But it's Muskegosi. 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 I think I might stick with Maskokisik. Yeah, it's I think though. you probably should because you, you've learned to nail that. Muskegosi. Shouldn't your street mm. that you live on be something that you can pronounce? Oh, yeah, but uh, there would be some people who would be able to pronounce that. I suppose. This is why I admire uh, Calgary uh, a great deal. Uh, just number them. Just everybody can pronounce a number. Now, I know they don't do that as you get into the outskirts because you you get into like Sunridge and everything. Sunridge Boulevard, Sunridge Way, Sunridge Oh, that's turn. even like Cameron Heights and that sort of yeah, stuff. You yeah. get lost in there and you're... Yeah. There's a trail, there's an ave, there's a street, there's a boulevard, all with the first same name. I honestly thought, and was wrong, and didn't say it on air, but I'll go ahead and admit to it. I honestly thought that when the names of the LRT stations came out, and I knew they were coming out, that it would be just a whole bunch of, Mm. you know, uh, okay, how do you say this? Yeah, but on the the LRT, uh, most of them have been that like stadium stop you know mm. it, yeah they're they're not masochistic no but these sort of things are decided years before the stations are actually built so the ones that uh we have now were decided by so councils were, previous to yeah, this. Yeah, McKernan, one. Belgavia, South Campus, Southgate, yeah. Century Park, Clareview, Coliseum, Churchill, Bay Enterprise Station. Right. So yeah, you just you just never know, right? You don't. You don't uh, know. Muskegosi. 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 Try Muskegosi. Putting that into Uber and see if a car shows up. Ah. Um, wanted to mention as well. Maskokisik. I wanted to mention as well that yesterday we talked about what an odd coincidence it was that two small planes had landed on highways, one in Quebec, one in uh, uh, British Columbia, both on Highway 5s, which was weird. But I had said it was really unusual that two small <laughs> aircraft would land on streets or highways. And then a third did it this morning at 6 a.m. approximately down in Calgary. A small aircraft carrying six people made an emergency landing. Now, right beside, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, what's their big uh, Deerfoot Trail down mm-hmm. there? Um, pilot said he was running low on fuel. Had radioed the Calgary Airport. It was a uh, Piper Navajo aircraft. Uh, police spokesman says the plane came down shortly before six on a two-lane stretch of 36th Street Northeast, about five kilometers south of the airport near the Trans Canada Highway. And I know that a number of people right away saying, "Well, the pilot." Uh, that that's uh, you know quite the job he did uh, landing the plane. But I would think among the uh, checklist for a pilot would be uh, fuel because a plane. I think actually it was quite the job she did. Oh, was it a she? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know mm-hmm. that. Okay, um, well, good on her for matter. landing the plane safely. But I believe the capacity for one of those uh, small planes is about fifteen hundred kilometers, and I thought it was coming from Medicine Hat. So. I don't know if you forgot to fuel up. Okay, or... Mister, I run out of fuel coming from Nippon home. I thought about every that every time. I thought about that, but where I thought there might be an opportunity to fuel up between Nippon and Edmonton, <laughs> certainly she didn't think she was coming across a fuel stop in the air anywhere. So yeah. <laughs> there's no refuelers coming in. <laughs> yeah. But those are sure. cool. Have you ever seen those? Oh, yeah. The refuelers, uh, mm-hmm. you know, fueling up the F-18s yeah, while they're they drag in the air. That big funnel behind oh, them. Oh man, and, that's yeah, so it's cool. Something. Yeah. That's so got to cool. take a ton of skill to line that up. 
I've done it on a video game. That's the closest <laughs> I've come to it. Some of your texts uh, coming about it. Uh, why don't we call one of those stops the same name, only slightly different than that place in Wales? I think it has about 17 or 18 <laughs> syllables. You, I think everything in Wales um, is uh, would, is difficult to, to say. My, I had an auntie who was uh, from Wales, and the only word that I ever could figure out how to say was Flundunno, which was a place, but it had a bunch of L's and W's really? in it, no F's, yeah. Uh, this text, there's a name like that for a portion of St. Albert Trail, too, but no one says it. Yeah, and then someone says as well, as far as uh, Muskogosi, they said, oh, otherwise known as Garden Valley Road, yep, for a long uh, time. Why do we need to release the names of LRT stations? Is there anyone who's actually anticipating this greatly? Yeah, actually there is. Yep. People want to know what the station next to their... Uh in their neighborhood is going to be And called. then Alberta Pete says, how come nobody's even mentioning the death penalty after the what this latest... did uh, Because we don't have the death penalty in Canada. Yeah, so I guess the question is, why are we not debating the death penalty again? Uh, that's a conversation to be had, but is, I don't know that this is the appropriate time to have that conversation. Uh, we're still identifying the victim, so... I, and, I, and let's be honest, I think there's been a number of cases where people have done horrible things in this province alone, and uh, the, the sentences have proven that with back-to-back, you know, uh, no no chance of parole for 75, mm-hmm. 80 years instead of the, t- the typical, what, 25. Um, that's a huge conversation to be had at some point, and a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people would like to have it. Jeff's on the phone. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how you doing? Good. Your dad was an air-to-air refueler? Yeah. Really? Yep. yep. <clears throat> through Kia Blue KC-135s. Hmm. So how do you? Yeah, there is a certain skill set uh, yeah. that you require for that steady drive, uh, steady flying. He served in Vietnam, uh, was in Strategic Air Command before uh, uh, throughout the '60s and into like 1970 when he passed away, and uh, was in the Cuban Missile Crisis. Wow. Hmm. So, so, so yeah, listen, I mean, who's, who's is, got the uh, superior skill set in that? The uh, the well, guy. It's, fl- a different, it's a different skill set. I mean, he. Could probably have uh, flown a fighter aircraft, but it's a different skill set. You've got your uh, your your offense and defense and hockey. They're different skill mm-hmm, sets, mm-hmm. and um, you know it makes him uh, uh, eligible for certain uh, types of missions. Uh, for example, during uh, in the Vietnam War, he was assigned uh, to. Uh, Operation Ranch Hand. And Operation Ranch Hand, unfortunately, was the spraying of Agent Orange. Oh, jeepers. Agent mm. Purple and yeah. White and all those different defoliants. So he was on defoliant missions. Oh, my. And, uh, and of course, the fallout from all of that didn't come until after. Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, it's a, it's a completely different skill set. Uh, and... Um, it is kind of amazing what they do. Uh, according to my mom, he said he never had problems when a B-52 came up behind him to fly. It was the hot shots in the little <laughs> fighter aircraft that uh, sometimes like to, to horse around a little yeah. bit. <laughs> little top kinda, guns, yep. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, thank um, you for sharing. Do you have much of, you know, do you know a lot about your dad's history? It sounds like you know uh, some of it. Have you, have you, were you left much? Did you get uh, much time to talk to him about any of this? No, no. He passed away when I was five years old. Oh, okay. Uh, made it all the way through Vietnam only to get into a motorcycle accident in April 20th, 1970. So, oh. <clears throat> um, he, um, he was a Distinguished Flying Cross uh, recipient. Wow. 
and uh, so it's. But it, yeah, it's. Uh, it was the backbone of Strategic Air Command. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. operations uh, could be ex- greatly expanded due to that one major factor was the air-to-air refueling and keeping their, their pilots in the air hmm. uh, rather than having to come back to base uh, to refuel. And uh, it gave them total air superiority. Um, so, Interesting stuff. Jeff, what was your dad, what's your dad's name? Andrew Bauer. Andrew Bauer. Hmm. Bauer like the hockey equipment. There you go. And Andrew like the talk show host. Thank you for sharing, Jeff. Appreciate it. Yeah. But I was going to ask about a couple of other things. Yeah, or, sure. or just point out a couple of other things. Sure. I would I would suggest this debate about um, <clears throat> all of these names that are being used, these unpronounceable names. Um, I have found that in many areas of government policy um, that... They often do these things without considering unintended consequences. I suspect that these names, as as nice as it is to have native names and everything, if it's going to cause visitors to miss stations because they don't know where they're supposed to stop because they can't pronounce the name, I would suggest that that whole uh, uh, issue uh, might want to be revisited. Well, the good news is for the LRT, they're not, right? They're not. No, you know, I mean... There's all kinds of government policy out there where um, there is unintended consequences. They go and do something because it's the it's the flavor of the month mm-hmm. to do that, mm-hmm. and then later on there's there's issues and there's problems. I I have a product that I manufacture now directly because of that uh, to address a problem that was basically caused by the government. So. All right, Jeff. Thanks for the phone call. All right. Bye-bye. Take it easy now. Hmm. 2.47 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. You can call us anytime like Jeff did at 4960063. Give us a shout on the text line, 6.30, 630. <laughs> Hey, it's 2.50. Thanks for joining us on this, the uh, hump day edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We have Melissa Etheridge tickets for you to win. Coming up later on in the show, you'll have to identify a piece of music. Nice and easy for okay. you if you're a fan of hers. So, And that's who we want the, uh, the tickets to go the tickets to. to, go to. Mm-hmm. So, hey, uh, well, we don't have a whole lot of time here. I'm looking at this uh, house party. Oh, I think that's just plenty enough time. Okay. So there's a neighborhood in Colorado called Castle Rock, and we've <laughs> talked on and off about <clears throat> bad neighbors. Do you remember yesterday we had the conversation about noisy children and the guy who installed the, the alarm that the, would go off when kids were playing? The, the high-pitched uh, screech to yeah. get the kids inside? So I don't know where on the spectrum this falls in terms of good or bad neighbors, but there's neighbors in this Castle Rock, Colorado neighborhood say <laughs> sex parties hosted uh, there are a real nuisance that uh, neighbors who, by the way, mostly for the most part declined to provide their full identity, um, say that uh, invitations sometimes include up to 400 guests. Um, but the last one showed that 87 people, 87 people. including 35 couples, yep. said yes, so not 400 people. Right. Uh, but they say they've, you know, it brings traffic and noise and everything else. The uh, there's a fee to go to these parties, but it's a voluntary donation, which yeah. gets them around some kind of licensing law, I'm sure, oh, in Colorado. And, you know, it probably helps pay for some food and yep. napkins. 
It's the invitation. Oh, I can. Can I read that? It's just some funny. Windex. Yeah, the invitation <laughs> asks you to bring, you know, to be respectful yeah. of the new couch, things like that. Um, the organizer says that he's done everything to make sure the neighbors don't have a problem. He's installed uh, soundproof mm-hmm. windows. He nobody goes outside. Um, window coverings are all... Yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, the party organizer is a father himself and a mm-hmm. husband. The big complaint is that we can't have this in our neighborhood because it might affect and influence our children. They don't want... Neighbors don't want their children to see anything, but... Or hear anything. Or hear anything. And the, and the neighbors, by the way, have said that they have heard noises coming from the house that can only be described as uh, uh, getting busy. So what do you do? When your neighbor, when your neighbor is holding routine get-togethers like this, the uh, Castle Rock Police Department says it's working with the neighborhood I think homeowners funny that association. They, I think that it's funny that they they call them disturbing sounds. Distur- yeah, <laughs> neighbors say they can hear disturbing sounds. <laughs> mm, okay, <laughs> it's all perspective. <laughs> I mean, some people think birds singing quite is disturbing. disturbing. Yeah, children playing disturbing. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Castle Rock uh, Police Department saying the organizer is actually not breaking any laws because he only takes donations. The events are contained to the privacy of his home. Uh, there's no bylaw uh, situation here. The neighbors have taken it upon themselves to try and discourage the parties by doing things like um, they put a stack of uh, garbage cans across his driveway so people couldn't get access. They keyed the cars of uh, some of the guests who attended the party, uh, causing all kinds of damage to vehicles. Um, the only one, honestly, whether they you agree... block his driveway right. with trash cans. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm just going to go move the trash right. cans or walk around them. You can wholeheartedly disagree what this neighbor is doing, but at the end of the day, the only one breaking the law is the neighbors, mm-hmm. not him. He's... Mm-hmm. He's not in violation of any law. The neighbors, however, are. That's vandalism, property uh, uh, damage. Um, yeah. And there are... But I don't know what I would well, do if that was in my neighborhood. I would probably... Well, but here's the thing. Yeah. It could very well... Could be sure. in your neighborhood. Yeah. They might not be inviting, you know, and 87 people might not be showing up. I've got to be honest with you. That would be, honestly, my first reaction. Not my only reaction, but my first reaction would be, this has been going on. Not that I'd be interested, but... And no one invited, like, how did we not get an in? Like, what's wrong well, with why, us? Why would you? Because you've well, shown we're no, in the neighborhood. Yeah, but you've shown no interest. Well, no, but still. I mean, I wouldn't go, and I would certainly turn it down. I'd like to be invited. It's why? like all these guys around why? here who go golfing all the time, and I'm like, how come you guys never because invite you me to golf? Because they don't golf. That's right. Still want to get invited. Ugh. Well, this just kind of I just waste said, of time, I right? just said it was my initial reaction. After that, I think I'd probably <laughs> keep an eye on the property. I'd just be curious to see who's coming and going. I mean, what if you saw your MLA? What if you did? What if I saw you and Coach? You know what I mean? Like, what just if you like, did? What the? No, I, there's no judgment here. It's just like, oh, I'm a little nosy, I guess. Yeah. You know, and these one of the comments, too, was the neighbor describes guests from being all walks of life. Some of them are so old that they struggled walking up the stairs. Apparently, old people don't have sex. <laughs> you know what? I think, you know, Miss Prue Grandma. just needs to... <laughs> yeah. You know, what pump about the that? brakes a little bit. and what if, what if Gamps and Papa were spotted going up the stairs? Get hey, on hey, them. Hey, kids, there's your... No, I'm fine with it. It's just like, hey, kids, there's your... Oh, they're going to that house. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the neighbors are a bit jealous. <laughs> yeah. Can't beat them, join them. Can't beat them, join them. <laughs> like, but if, you know, 
again, just because it's not something that you're into, mm. just because it's not something that maybe you agree with in the way that you live your life, doesn't mean that it can't happen at your neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I think at, at the end of yeah. it. That, you know, there's if lots I had a going party, on in if, your neighborhood that you're not aware of. Oh, just so you tons, know. just so you know. Yeah, nothing in my house, but in general, and in I've your heard all sorts of things. You know about yeah. you know garage doors being left over as a sign in some neighborhoods, and someone walking around with a pineapple in there. Like there's also pineapple, pineapple in a shopping cart. Pineapple in a shopping that's, cart. That's a signal that you're swingers and looking. Did well, you know that? yeah, that would be awkward because I, you know, there should be all sorts of people. <laughs> <laughs> walking around with pineapples are very popular home decorating items right now. <laughs> but but again, it's just I think some people. Yeah, you, oh. there's a pineapple in your house. Do you know that on the wall? There is. There is a pineapple at my. <laughs> whoa. Well, maybe Caroline need to have a sit down conversation. <laughs> but again, it's. Plus, my motion detectors are going off all, <laughs> all afternoon. If, if yeah, hmm. I just. It I always it comes funny. down to the children, it f- right? It's always like, oh, I don't want our children. To, we, you know, and I know that that's... Guess what? Yeah. Your children have probably heard you doing it. Oh. What it really comes if down to... If you do, still you, do it. You don't like the fact that they're doing this they and that it brings traffic, like it. right? Well, they no, just, no, that's right. not it. It's not that it well, brings traffic. Well, the traffic, traffic would be the is most that They don't like what's going on in there because it probably doesn't align with their moral standards. Right. That's the big one. It's not a whole lot different than uh, children playing in the backyard, annoying people. And making disturbing sounds. Right, like who moved into a neighborhood that is family-friendly. The guy hasn't done anything wrong. No. I wouldn't describe him as family-friendly, but I'd certainly describe him as friendly. Well, I'm not sure that this is family-friendly, but <laughs> obviously family friendly. friendly just <laughs> friendly. friendly. Yeah, adult-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Chedville? Yeah. Curious now at 6.30, 6.30. Dr. Gans, he's going to come in and save us from this in about uh, five minutes. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.